Welcome to El Shaddai Tabernacle International. We are a church called to occupy and build. As servants, we are given talents to do business until the return of Christ. Luke 19 verses 13. Today's sermon is delivered by Bishop Bipim Daga as he teaches on a sermon titled, All Are Called to Greatness. We want to welcome every one of you, brothers and sisters, all sons and daughters, thank you. We welcome you in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are welcome in the presence of the Lord as mom has welcomed you. I also reiterate the same thing and welcome you in his presence. Come on, welcome the Lord Jesus this morning with you. Can you welcome the King of Kings seated? I don't understand how you can do that. When we welcome the King of Glory, the King of Kings, we all stand up or we just bow down, we kneel, we ululate, we make a joyful noise unto the Lord of hosts because He is God. He is the mighty one. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. You may be seated. In his presence. Let's go to Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20. Evangelion of Matthew, Sartuko 20. A very important text that I want us to look at this morning. Um, to save time, we'll start reading from verse 25 through 28. 25 to 28. Ben, the mic is now. I'm to so that you could help us with that mic. It reads as follows. Jesus called them together and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Hallelujah. Allow me to talk to us this morning, great people of God, on the subject, we are all called to greatness. It's a call to greatness. A call to greatness is a call, in this case, heralded and made by the king himself, the king of glory, king of kings and lord of lords. There's a lady here that we're reading about in this text, a mother of two disciples that were following Jesus Christ. And when this lady, who had this great ambition about greatness, wanting to see her sons, both of them, one sitting on the right hand of the Lord Jesus, another sitting on the left hand side of the Lord Jesus. 
In other words, escorting the Lord wherever he would be. She approached the Lord Jesus. You will know very clearly from the Bible that many people approached Jesus because they had a need to meet. A need like healing, like uh, interventions by him when it comes to authorities and many other things. But a greater number of people that came to the Lord had this need of healing. And so, but this one, uh, this lady that we see here today, is a lady that came to the Lord Jesus not asking for healing from cancer, leprosy, and other diseases. She was not having any financial need when she came to the Lord. She was not having a guilt that the Lord had to resolve, but when she came to him, she was kingdom-minded. One thing I like about her, she was kingdom-minded. She saw something that the world was not seeing. She saw that this man called Jesus may be younger than other men, may not seem great than other people, may not be a ruler politically, may not be a businessman or a billionaire or trillionaire, but this man, there's something unique about him. There's something special about him. And it's that, as I see it, uh, uh, is that he is a king who has a kingdom. And being a king, his kingdom is not a political kingdom. But it is a kingdom above all political kingdoms. And he is a king that is above all political kings. And in fact, for your knowledge, when God created people, he didn't make people to be subservient to others. Even beyond their will. So when he made man, he breathed to people the spirit of life and the spirit of kings. So now, this woman, I see her going back to the origin. See her going back to the Garden of Eden in the spirit. And she saw the purpose of God. And she's saying, since that king is here now, correcting what the human race in Adam has faltered in, Correcting all those things and restoring the right way of life and kingdom. I see that and as I see it, I want my sons to escort this king of kings. Someone shout amen. I want this king, my sons, to be one. One of them on the right hand side, another one on the left hand side. In other words, I want them to serve together with this king. I want my sons in the kingdom of God. That's what I pick up in this text. If you start reading uh, from the previous verses. And having asked that, uh, uh, the disciples or the, those who are following Jesus, those who have been walking with the Lord Jesus, uh, they were aggrieved in their hearts. But since 
balimala Gutsina, we have been together with the Lord. We have been walking with him. We have been protecting him. But this woman is choosing that her sons are uh, greater than us. Imagine Bo Peter Lapo. Imagine Bo James. Imagine the first people that the Lord invited into following him. Andrew, Simon Peter, and the others, Philip. Imagine how they felt. We have been with him. We are the first people here. But now this mother, this woman, wants her sons to be above us. So as they were murmuring, as they were complaining among themselves, Jesus knew in their spirits that they were deeply troubled because they wanted this greatness that the woman is asking about. Someone say amen. amen. Now, I want to submit to us that when you in your heart are murmuring, when you are complaining, even if you don't voice it out, the spirit of the Lord who is here in this house picks it up. When you are complaining, the spirit of the Lord picks it up. Even if you are not in the church, you are somewhere with friends, and you are talking with friends, you are complaining about church, you are complaining about your pastor, you are complaining about whatever. The spirit of the Lord picks it up because the Lord is the spirit. So he picks up what you are saying even in privacy. Let me just show you uh, to highlight that even more. Uh, when a king of Syria wanted to attack the king of Israel and defeat him and make him his slave. The Bible says as he was discussing in the inner chamber, talking with the generals of the army, how they would be attacking Israel, the prophet Elijah will pick up what is discussed in another country that is beyond the borders. Surely it was not a small country. It was not like a city of Nelspreet. It was bigger than Pumalanga province. It was a country. So now in another country, like you are talking in Botswana or in Zimbabwe, you are saying we want to attack South Africa. We will be starting hitting uh, uh, Pretoria. We will hit the capital city to make sure that they are nothing. They see that they are nothing. And while they were coming, well, in fact, while they were planning, then Prophet Mtiaga picks it up as an example. And then I go to the president of the nation. I say, Ramaphosa, Botswana or Zimbabwe have made an alliance here. They want to hit this nation starting from Pretoria. So put your soldiers ready to defend your nation. And when they come towards the borders, they find our soldiers waiting for them. And so this king got worried in Syria. Why could these things happen? Who is Impimpila? Who is an informer? Impimpi Yashiswala. Who is that? And one of them, by the Spirit of the Lord, 
And then he picks it up. He says, King, don't think it is anyone among us here. No one is informing Israel about your plans. But there is a man in that country by the name of Prophet Elijah. Whatever you are speaking, even when you are talking to your wife in the bedroom, he picks it up. So if you want to defeat that nation, defeat the prophet first. And that is, that's the strategy the devil is using even today. If he wants to defeat any nation, he defeats the church first. He kills the church first. He makes sure that uh, they don't see anything, they don't know anything. That's what Satan is doing. He makes sure that he kills prayer. And that is why you'll find that your prayer life is dying. You are praying only for sleeping and rising up and eating food because you are afraid you will die if you eat poisoned food. So that is why you are praying. Otherwise, you will not be praying. You are praying because there's a special need that you have. Like you want a promotion or you are looking for a job. So now, the Holy Spirit picks up anything you are saying. I'm coming back to that. So this woman picked up that thing and she's asking from the Lord if you will sit his sons next to him. One on the right, one on the left. And as they murmured, the spirit of Christ picked it up. So negatively. positively, the spirit rejoices. Umankuluma negatively, the spirit of God is grieved. So whoever is gossiping, when you gossip, you are talking to someone else about someone without a warrant. You are not given the right to speak about the matter. And that is gossip. And the spirit of the Lord picks it up. So Jesus picked it up and he says, in the text we have read where we started. Hey guys, you don't have to complain. You don't have to mama. You don't have to grumble about the request that has, uh, the lady has made. If anyone here wants to be great, he must be a servant among you all. If you want to be great, you cannot lord it over other people as the world is doing. The world is loading it over other people. The world makes sure that uh, those who are in authority, those who are in power politically and financially, they make you serve them. You are under them and you must feel their authority. That's the world. That's the fallen world. Not just the world, but a fallen world. Glory to Jesus. Now, in this fallen world, you will have people who want to load things over you. You will have people who want to enslave you. And who want to make you feel that without them you are nothing. You cannot survive. But Jesus says, For you guys, request if you truly want to be great, you must drink the cup that I drink. What is that? That is the sufferings. 
you will go through the cross will you drink that cup are you ready to be crucified on the cross are you ready to be rejected my men and this guy says yes lord we are ready to be rejected we are ready to go through the way of the cross to reach that greatness and jesus says yes for sure that you can do but as to who sits on my right and on my on my left it's not for me to decide god the father makes those decisions someone say amen in other words as we come together here i speak of the call to greatness we are all called to the original intent of god which he had about the human race the very same thing that he did on the garden of eden uma abapagamisa abaniga ubukhosi abaniga title deed not only of the garden of eden abaniga title deed of the whole world that you should be fruitful you should multiply you should subdue the world in other words the world is in your hand the entire earth is in your hand adam you are king here and even your offspring according to my intentions and purposes they also shall be kings no one shall be a servant go to satana ngoba uyakwathi ungenelela uma kuthola ukungeneka uyangena lapha egarden ukhuluma nalo mama kwenteka yonke lenyakanyaka leya and we all fell from the purpose of god from the glory that we had to live in we all fell down we 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 fell from glory we fell from the authority we lost the authority we lost the influence so now god in christ has come to restore greatness and jesus says this greatness i will restore it by going through the cross are you ready to go through the cross if you want to be great because the greatness of the world does not count in heaven or in the kingdom of god the greatness of this world what the world calls great what the world aspires ilangazelela kona ayisiko logo okukankulunkulu is glory inkazimulo yakhe idignity yakhe ubukhona bakhe nobungcwele bakhe empilweni yawo wonke ophilayo emhlabeni that's what i need in the kingdom of god in the kingdom of god you are not someone up there you start by going through the cross and then you serve simele ukungena through the cross bazalwane ukuze sikhone to be great you cannot just be great in other words die to self die to the ones of this world the ones of the flesh crucify everything that stands opposed to the intent of of god or of christ when you are able to crucify all those things then serve your neighbor as a church we are called not to warm up these chairs not to fill up the building we are all called to serve the king of glory or oh, you miss a good place to say amen you are called 
to serve the king of kings. It's unfortunate that our morning are met when yama. As he born and go sing a met when yama. See, born a gupela, moguti, see conza, ne, uman conza, ubab shongwelana, nkonzum zalwaneban banlapa, as I serve. Nkonzayen. He's pleased, Nkimpiloyam. So when you come to church, you are not here as a spectator. You are here to serve the King of Kings. Serve him by serving these loved ones. Serve the King of Glory by ministering to these loved ones. And not only to these loved ones, but also to your neighbors. Also to the poor outside. Also to the needy. Those who go through disasters. To serve them. And not looking for glory. And that is why it is safe. It is safe to do whatever you want to do through the church. Because whatever you do, we do as a group, as a mass. It has more impact than when you are doing it alone. When you are doing it alone, but when we are doing it as a church, are we together so far? Now, we are called to greatness. This greatness is serving other people. This greatness is ministering to the needs of the church, the needs of the poor, the needs of the widows and true widows, not just widows, and orphans too. As we do that, we are serving the King of glory. As we do that through the church, Jesus is exalted. And that is why Jesus said, the world will know that you are truly my disciples when you are united, when you love one another. Glory to the King. So now, if we are to see the Lord exalted in this church and we attain greatness, let us serve. Don't be a spectator. Tell your neighbor, from today onwards, we are not spectators in this church. Okay, tell the other one, please. Hallelujah. Now, a servant is somebody who does the will of another who is superior than him. But there's no superior. I'm not superior than anyone among you. I'm just the first among the equals. You have missed it there. It's a missed call. I'm just first among equals. If you have read uh, this book, Yagamaro, you will know what I'm talking about. Now, he says, let's, let's take some few things here. Uh, what makes a great person great? True greatness is not measured by physical strength. It's not measured by what? physical strength but by the strength of our character. Sure. True greatness is not measured by our muscles, our strength but it is measured by our character. You will remember that there's a man that came to attack Israel as a general, 
and his name was Goliath. He was a muscled man. He, he fought wars from his youth. He had a great experience. And when he came face to face with a young man who had the character of God infused to him. And at from the age of 17, very tender age. And that tells me that God can speak to anyone of us here, whether you are young. It's not for old people. It's for everybody. When you are a youth, God can use you. Samuel was just a child, a Sunday school child, but he heard the voice of the Lord calling him. The voice of God can speak to anyone, so we should not neglect the ministry to young people and to children and say, Hallelujah. So now, as a young man, David meets this great man, this muscled man, this experienced man. The experienced Goliath says, Winding to Malela, Umfanal and Jena Kamuga, Netindugu, Ne Sling, and all those things. Nabangi in Jamina was in a Shayong Sling now. Hallelujah. So the world despises the things of the Spirit. David says, I come against you not with a, a, a sword, a shield, and butler. And all the things you are wearing or carrying. But I'm coming against you in the name of the Lord. So whatever you come against in the name of the Lord shall bow. And we see that from David. So this young man was infused with the nature and character of God. And that character spoke for David. And that is why the character of God in you, I'm saying can defeat the Goliath you are facing in the marketplace. Every Goliath you are facing in your family, you are facing in your workplace, wherever you are, it can bow down because of the character that has power over the character of the world. That's the character of the world. That character of God makes us unique. Character of God. So true greatness is not measured by physical strength here. We also see another example of Joseph, a young man again, in Egypt. When he landed in Egypt, uh, and was sold to Potiphar, who was very close to Pharaoh. He was a great man. And the whole household, the whole estate, it was not a small thing. It was not a house like my, my house or your house here. It was a great estate. And he says, I'm giving you this estate, Joseph, to take care of it. You shall care for this estate. Everything, I leave it under your care. Why? He saw the character that was in David, which was different from all the Egyptians. And as a result, he gave him the estate to take care of it. I'm checking if we are in that character 
of David and Joseph? Are we having that nature that makes us unique and distinct from all other people around us? Are we those people who are different when the devil looks at you starts to tremble? Are you different? Are they trying to say, let's avoid this man? Because you are standing for righteousness. You are standing for goodness wherever you are. And as a result, they don't want you nearby them. Because when they want to do the works of darkness, when you are do they see that among us, Basadwan, in the workplace? Do they see us in the business world? Do they see us in schools as different from them? Hey, I'm different than you. No, no. Your lifestyle, the way you talk, says you are different from them. What they run to, what they enjoy, when they say, hip, 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 and they're dancing, when they guzzle alcohol, you are not among them. From the world. What can the world say of you? Whatever, whatever you can mention. We are called to be different. And that is greatness. When we begin to serve the king of glory from our hearts. And serve even in the marketplace. As if you are serving Jesus Christ, the King of Glory. Hallelujah. You are not serving men. You are serving God. They will just simply say, Lona, I got things on we interview. we interview, they are just doing it. Uh, as a ceremony, ceremonially. So. You qualify to rule over them. You make peace where there's no peace. You bring joy where there's no joy. You are a solution wherever you are. So greatness comes when we serve the Lord. So sing at You are great. Tell your neighbor, you are great. You may not look great, but you are great. Hallelujah. Yes, you may not look great, but you are. You have greatness in your life. The Holy Spirit has come into your life and he has made you different already. Even though you don't look different from them. Hallelujah. And the next thing we see here, in the kingdom of God, Greatness is not about conquering, but it's about serving. Hallelujah. It's about serving. Greatness is not about conquering people and subjecting them under your will, but it's about serving. Matthew chapter 25. 
Will you quickly read for us? Verse 33 to 40. He will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you or thirsty and give you something to drink? When did we see you a stranger and invite you in or needing clothes and clothe you? When did we see you sick or in prison and go to visit you? The king will reply, Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of this for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. Amen. As greatness in the kingdom of God is not about conquering people, but it's about serving. Uh, we see an example here where they served, where they served the Lord Jesus. And they were serving people. They were not seeing Jesus standing here, running to him to serve him. But they were serving the needy. They were serving the poor. They were serving in the house of the Lord. Abu Cornelius, they were giving in the house of the Lord. They even built Abanyababo temples. They didn't even ask anyone's help. They, they alone, he alone stood up and built a structure and a synagogue for the Jews. And yet he was not a Jew. He was a non-Jew. Now Jesus says, me on the right hand side. Come all ye who are blessed. Now you can choose today to be on the right, a place of honor. You choose to be on the right by doing all the things that Jesus is mentioning here. When you know that you have accepted him as Lord and Savior, start doing what he says in this text about Labo Abame on the right hand side. And he says, they are blessed. So when you choose to be on the right of the Father, on the right of the Lord Jesus, you have chosen to be a blessed one. But when a choice you are on the right hand of the Lord, when you are serving in the house of God, you are serving God's people. You are blessed. Someone say Amen. Okay. You who are blessed by my father, come and inherit the kingdom which was prepared for you from the foundation of the world. In other words, when I choice, 
It's not only about you. You did not just make that choice. You were directed by the Spirit of the Lord to come to the church. So from the foundation of the Lord, inherit a kingdom. And that is why there's this thing inside you as an example. This thing inside you eating All there's this somebody who keeps on pestering on you at hey, hey, let's study the Bible together, let's read the word together, let's pray together. Why is this person haunting you in court? Why is he haunting you? It's simply because from the foundation of the world. So you are not here by mistake. Someone might have pushed you to church. You felt like sleeping. You didn't want to wake up in the morning. Your parents said, hey, Under this roof, you are picked up by the Spirit of God and was in this family where you will find yourself forced to go and worship the Lord. It's because there is a kingdom. There is an inheritance. Gunefa. And that is why you are here. So now, make your personal choice now to be on the right hand side. Whether young or old, you are disqualifying yourself from the inheritance that was prepared for you. You need to make this deliberate choice, personal choice, to say, I want God. I need Jesus in my life. I can't save myself. I need Jesus. So now, Nangbona, Milambile, Bayosisagbona, Upulambile, and Kosuches. As Logunuendile, the cousin of Fita, Loyal, Obegalambile. You were doing that to me. You saw me thirsty. You gave me water. I never saw you, Lord Jesus. I never met you. In South Africa, hey, when you gave money to buy water or you gave water to that person, water is life. You are doing a very important thing. So when you did that, you were doing it to me. When you clothed someone that was naked, you were doing that to me. When you supported El Shaddai Tabernacle, you were doing that to me. When you were building that church, what can I do? I want to see this thing. You were doing it for me. I'm adding. So there are many other things that the Holy Spirit is saying to you. Don't neglect what the Holy Spirit is saying to you because you are doing it to Jesus when you do it. If you neglect it, you are neglecting the Lord Jesus. Someone is paying his tithes here. You are paying your tithes. No, my budget here, queen of whom? budget economy be in the nation. But when are you are paying your tithes? Despite those things. You are not doing it, Gumdaga. You are doing it to the Lord. And Utautini, come, enter. 
and inherit the kingdom of God that was prepared for you before the foundations of the world. May God bless you. May God multiply you in good things. May God make you see, open your eyes to see that you are chosen to be on the right side, not on the left. Those who are in the left, but as long as you born at Sinachesu, Sayata and Kozweni, as long as you born as a Tangana Neband, as long as born away, as Hamban, no man went to the Lobensinia Guenta, it was not for me. So you qualify first by receiving Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior in your life. May I request that we bow our heads in prayer. Umangabakona Pagatuetu, as the Lord, I want to be on the right side of you. I want to be on the right hand of Jesus. I need to enter by the cross. I die to myself. I choose the Lord Jesus. And I want to serve in the house of the Lord from this day onward. I don't want to be a spectator. I want to serve. I want to serve. And as you do that choice, as you make that choice, you are making a great choice today. Can you lift up your hand to Jesus if you want to do that? Thank you. God bless you. Yes, your right hand. Thank you. God has seen that hand. Is there someone else? Yes, yes. The Lord is seeing you, young man. The Lord sees you, boy. Everyone, you have a right to make a choice to be on the right hand of the Lord and do the right thing. You can do that. Don't delay. I feel it in my spirit. Someone is still struggling to make that choice. I'm giving you more chance. Please lift up your right hand to Jesus. If you want to receive him as Lord, if you want to be on the right hand and start serving him from this day onwards and doing the right things, thank you. You made the right choice. Babshonga, do you want to pray for them, please? In the name of the Lord. Thank you. Take the mic there. We are praying for you. You may drop your hand. Thank you. We are praying for everyone who is making this choice this morning. It's a great choice that you have made. It's a great decision of your life. May God bless you and prosper you. Heavenly Father, I pray that we believe my father we pray that you wash them clean in the mighty name of Jesus every burden may be lifted up from their shoulders set them free in the mighty name of Jesus now that they have, in, they have taken this decision, I pray that let them experience the newness of life. Everywhere they will go, may they experience your peace, your love, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, and we bless your name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Can we appreciate him? Thank you.